Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's so great. We got a powerful lineup here for you today. I'm Dr. Pat. I'm the host of the Dr. Pat Show. And you know, it's interesting. Thank you guys for sending me the emails (laughs) that you've been sending me. Um, I try to respond to most of them. If you give me a phone number, I'll call you back. It is true. I also do own Transformation Radio and Transformation Talk Radio and our new Wealth Channel. That's true. And you're right. I don't talk about it. And, you know, Laura Meeks and I were talking about this before. And Laura is going to come on in the next hour and she's going to tell her story. And it's interesting because I was looking at the book, you know, from my guest uh, today uh, and author, Don Bauman uh, uh, Brunke, who is my author today of Awakening the Ancient Power of Snake. And I was looking at this and I was thinking, you know, how do some people like Don and Laura do such a great job? at telling their stories, by telling stories of others, by bringing forth, you know, the ancient artifacts of things that are so relevant to the world we live in today. And I was struck by that, especially with the recent emails you all have sent me about me. And here's what I want to say. I'm working on it. I'm a work in progress. Um, I promise to do more shows in 2020 that talk a little bit more about the foundation of things, how crust busting was started and, and so much more. But my joy doesn't come from talking about me. It comes from my curiosity and honoring the work of others such as Dawn joining me here today. And that's really the, the juice of what gets me rolling. When I think about the people that, and I guess, Benny, it started when I, when I said something the other day where I think they're counting up to our 10,000 uh, uh, interview. I think somebody's doing like a count up thing to that. And I thought about that. And folks said to me, you've done 10,000 hours. And I said, you know, I think it's pretty close. But I said, do the math, 16 years, sometimes 14 hours a week. But one of the things I realized is that my joy is to make sure that you all are getting to hear from people like Dawn, from the work that she's bringing forth as an animal communicator and dream enthusiast. We're going to find out what that is too. But also as the author of, you know, over over eight books. And, you know, what the, what are these books about? They are about connections. Just the way, she doesn't even know I'm talking about her like this, but she's listening. But they're about connections. And this is what I think the energy of 2020 is about. It's about connections, whether it's our animal uh, friends, our spirit animals, whether it's dreaming, whether it's about my totem. Yep. One of my totems today we're talking about, the ancient power of snake uh, and how that totem is shared with my best friend, Linda, who swears it's not her totem, but we're out in the middle of the desert. We pull off to the side of the road and who finds two snake skins that they must have shed. Well, that and much more today. But in the world we live in, what is it about bringing your story forth that is so powerful and needed in 2020 the way that Dawn is doing it? And that's why when we talk about awakening the ancient power of snake, transformation, healing, and enlightenment, that's what we are about in 2020. Dawn, it's great to have you here. Isn't it fun where you kind of listen to like somebody like me just go on and on and on? Right? <laughs> well, 
so much of what you say I totally agree with. You know, this is, I think we are in this, in the period of connection. And snake is really one of the major um, animal spirits of connecting that which has been disconnected. And that is much about why I wrote this book. So, yes, you, you certainly speak to the heart of it. You know, it's interesting. They did a poll. And this is the funniest thing. It's not funny, actually. It's a little sad, but it's real. Um, they did a, a poll uh, outwardly in the world, right, uh, about whether or not they feel that citizens of the United States are connected or disconnected. Mm-hmm. They did that poll. And they got some data back. But then, you ready? Ready for the takeaway? Mm-hmm. In the top one of the top game shows, top game shows, with my buddy Steve Harvey, Family Feud. They asked this question. <laughs> Are you ready for the question? Oh, my God. Sure. She's like, Dawn's like, how do I get off of this? How do I get off of this show? Um, here's the question. They asked, on a scale of 1 to 10, how divided do you think citizens of the United States are? And the answer was a five. And it came it really to measure the, the degree by which. And when you get an answer like that, there can only be one call to action. I'm, I'm actually like, like the planets in Sag, but I got my moon and three other planets in Capricorn. So I'm all about a solution. Isn't the solution and the energy of snake medicine, isn't that really an energy? That is about bringing us back together, even if we don't agree. Uh, uh, Yes, I totally agree. I totally agree. You know, I think that's part of why I wrote this book. It's really about our current time of cultural divide and the transformation that's necessary if, you know, we are to survive as a species. We're at that point. I really believe it. I want to ask you. We need to connect. You know, we need to connect with ourselves, with others, with the earth, and so on. Mm Mm-hmm. And don't you find this interesting? And so I want to ask you this question. This is a powerful book. I read the books, just FYI, in case you need a break. Um, (laughs) I read the books, um, Uh and especially this book. But I got to ask you this question, Dawn. You are the author of many books. You are connected to the earth and to animals and in so many ways. But how did writing this book change you? It had to. I'm just saying. It did change me. Yeah, it did change me. Can I tell you the little story yes. of how it started? Because yeah. it was it was totally unexpected. It wasn't like I sat down one day and thought, I'm going to write a book about snake. I wasn't really even thinking about snake. Um, in fact, I was in pain when it happened. I was having back spasms. I was in my bed, and, you know, I was utterly exhausted, and I was at that point where I just, my eyes were closed, and I said, what do I need to know? And lightning passed. I saw an immense snake. It was you know, a dream snake, ancient, archetypal, enormous. And a part of me felt I should be a little fearful, but what I really feel is concern. And I said, how can I help you? Mm. And the snake said it had lost its tail, not with words, but with feelings. Mm. And then in that strange and unusual way of dreams, I'm in an older time. I'm with an old woman, possibly a healer in a forest cabin, and she's sitting on a chair in front of the fire with a snake on her lap, a black snake, and it has been disconnected from its tail. And she's sewing, and she's sewing the snake back together again. And I'm there, too, and I realize, oh, I have a snake on my lap, and both of us are sewing snake back together again. And then I'm back in bed, and I kind of have a, I'm kind of in a lucid state, huh, where I, I know that I'm dreaming. And that snake, that immense archetypal snake, is now a small little silvery gray-blue snake coiled at my spine. And the idea of kundalini comes to mind. Kundalini mm. is the Sanskrit word meaning sleeping serpent. So it's the idea of, of this dormant energy at our spine that awakens and moves up our spine and leads to enlightenment. Anyway, I asked the snake, you know, is that who you are? And the snake says it's many things. And it shares a panorama of its association with humans throughout the ages. So as a creator deity, as an advisor to gods and goddesses and royalty, as a healer, as a guardian of ancient wisdom, and so on. And in the morning, I truly was transformed. I had this renewal of energy. I didn't have any more back pain, which was awesome. And I I, I felt an activation of curiosity about snakes. 
I also, you mentioned dream enthusiasts before, and I am a person who works with her dreams a whole lot. And so I asked myself, you know, I sat with this dream because I knew it was a big dream, meaning a dream not just for me, but kind of a universal dream. It was telling me something very important. And I wondered, why did Snake tell me it had lost its tail? You know, why was I there in this little cabin sewing Snake back together again? And what was that vast panorama about all of these connections with Snake and humans that, you know, it almost seems like we've, we have disconnected from in modern times. And it occurred to me that maybe Snake is not only telling me it has lost its tail, it's T-A-I-L, but it's tail, it's T-A-L-E, the larger story of who and what it really is. And that's really what the book became. It became an attempt to talk about Snake in all its forms, from literal and metaphorical, you know, as a healer and a protector, and as an animal that has gone from being worshipped to really being shunned and feared and despised by a lot of a lot of humans. Well, part of this, too, is really, and I'm really struck by uh, an interesting image myself, and, and this is really for us to talk about today in the context of what you're bringing forward. And that is, this is also the year of the white metal rat. And mm-hmm. what's fascinating about the year of the white metal rat is it's a year of, of, uh, of, of they call it interesting opportunities, right? <laughs> but I really talk about it as the year of enormous opportunity, especially when you combine that with other energies. Mm-hmm. And it was fascinating. I had this interesting dream myself. And I woke up and I had this beautiful, beautiful snake um, mm-hmm. literally swallowing the white metal rat. Mm. And I thought to myself, Mm. and I kind of woke up and I was like, oh, that's cool. That's just uh, absolutely absorbing all of the um, opportunities and abundance this year that so many people have worked so hard for all of their lives. This is payback. It Mm. is a time of that. But payback is like an interesting word. And I want to talk to you about that. As a matter of fact, Benny, let's go ahead and skip this break. There is an energy in the book that you talk about this and you talk about it in the snake in the psyche. Mm-hmm. I, found, I found that this chapter so interesting, mm-hmm. the snake in the psyche. Mm-hmm. And I wanted you to talk about this a little bit because there's this keen association of snake to women. OK, this is me. I'm mm-hmm. not an expert. You are. Is, do you find that to be true? And mm-hmm. what do you well, think that's about? Okay, so that's a huge question. And there's Thank many you. different yeah, many different paths we can follow with that. Yeah, um, go for it, so, go for it. Yeah, well, one of the short answers is that I think Snake is about, um, as I said before, bringing together, connecting that which has been disconnected. So I think there is definitely an aspect of Snake that is very feminine and very much connected with goddess energy. But... I think it's also connected with God energy and, you know, kind of the God masculine uh, hierarchical, you know, power over nature. Um, You know, we've had that run for a long time. We're still kind of in it. And we see something new happening here. We see the emergence of the goddess. And I think it's no mistake that that's why this book came up through me, because it's about reconnecting with that ancient, we could even call it like a sacred marriage between male and female, which has become, you know, (laughs) utterly divorced, right? Um, We see such inequality, um, not only between the sexes, between races, but we could go on and on, and this could be a terrible show because it would be all negative, but I think Snake is about bringing that together and healing that. And Snake is always, I think, uh, a symbol of transformation. And so in your dream, when the snake eats the rat, you know, and, and and let's just acknowledge too. Both are shadow animals. Both are yeah. animals that many many people fear, and I think that is also part of that opportunity, is to face our shadow and to really see what it is that we're hiding from ourselves or what that we're so afraid of. Because it's that way, as you know, that we transform into being able to shine our light. Huh? Um, there's a great a great little dream in the book um, that Carl Jung uh, speaks about. He he saw a woman who had a dream about a black snake in her belly, and she came to him and she said the black snake is dormant, but it's been rising upward, and it finally uh, over a series of of, of times it, it it finally comes out of her, her mouth and its head is golden, 
And I think that's a wonderful metaphor about how snake works in the psyche. It's something we scare, you know, we're afraid of often. It's, it's dark. It's, it's low in the belly. But as we work with it and we become more conscious of that energy of transformation, um, it, it comes out and it's headed golden. We shine our light, huh? Yeah. 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 And well, let's talk about this, too, when we're talking about the ancient power of snake. Because mm-hmm. that's what we're talking about, the ancient power of snake, transformation, mm-hmm. healing, enlightenment. I I can al- almost every, let's just say, pivotal uh, scene that I've ever seen, whether it be in a Hollywood version of spirituality or, you know, Moses and the staff, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it's mm-hmm. that or you go through and you look at some of the, uh, the, the latest pictures that have to do with goddesses, right? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we see this emerging. We see it in imagery of things, right? right? A lot of times we see it as the evil side of things. I would like mm-hmm. you to talk about that because this is, I think, the great misconception. Of course, it's associated with uh, Satan. Um, mm-hmm. But that's not in the shaman uh, traditions. And I'd like to talk about that right now. Yeah, yeah. Well, for sure. Snake, uh, you know, Snake originally was a guardian, a guardian of ancient wisdom. And, you know, the in the Egyptian um, uh, uh, history, um, the uraeus, which is the headband that they wore, and there was a cobra right at the middle eye. And I think that's a wonderful metaphor of of how, what snake protects. It protects our intuition, our ability to to see into different realms. And um, so there's something very much about snake that's a protection of wisdom, a guardian of wisdom, but so also is snake fearful. And there are snakes that, you know, we have every right to fear, not, not, not um, overly, but, you know, there are venomous snakes, and snake can be deadly. Um, and so there's something, and we spoke about kundalini before, that latent energy yeah. of the spine, which is very powerful. And I think yeah. what I found is that there's a reason that snake guards and, and, and is kind of fearful to people, especially like let's just talk about kundalini. If you're yeah. not ready for that energy awakening, snake presents as a fearful uh, animal, and it's doing its job. It's keeping you away from that because you're not ready for it yet. But when you are ready to face your shadow, when you are ready to face your fear, Snake all of a sudden becomes a guardian. It, mm. in, it, it snake initiates us when we are ready, and I think perhaps we fear, you know, this deep energy that snake represents because it's so powerful and it uh, awakens so much transformation. And we're not all ready for that, you know, to mm. awaken to our larger potential. That's that's fearful for some. I mean, the time is now, right? <laughs> we really need to step it up. Is. Um, it is. Uh, it is. It is. But. Th- but I think that's that dichotomy that you talk about, that snake prevents us from awakening too soon, but also helps us when we're ready. It not only guards our inner treasure, but it opens it for us. Well, uh, one of the things I was really struck by is as I, and you know, I don't know if this is going to be like a chicken and an egg thing right here. Um, did I read the book and get to the chapter on swallowing life whole? Uh, mm-hmm. When I had the dream, of, I bet you were thinking mm-hmm. that. I bet you were like, yeah, she must have read that chapter about the white <laughs> metal rat, right? About swallowing life whole. Um, did, did I get to there or not? But here's the thing I want to ask you. This is a powerful, powerful energy. Mm-hmm. Now, my friends would say, are you sure, Pat, when you say snake is the most talked about, discussed, referenced animal totem, reptile, whatever you want to call it, in just about any book you can pick up. They said, are you sure about that? I said, well, it's a toss-up between snake and wolf. So my wolf, yeah, just had to think. But I think it is. I don't have any facts or any data about that. But what is the energy of it now that called you to write the book but is calling you to bring this message forward, not in a teeny weeny way, because this is the year of the white metal rat, but in a gigantic way that really attributed an entire book to it. What is mm-hmm. the gigantic energy of that that you sense from your perspective? Well, for me, it really is about transformation, and it's about mm-hmm. it, and healing and enlightenment. It's all about um, us reconnecting, I think. And Snake, as I said before, is 
the guardian of, of transformation, of connecting that which is disconnected. I think we're in a profoundly disconnected state, as I said yeah. before, from ourselves, from each other, from the earth, you know? And, and, and I think this is also about shadow. I think this is about us needing to really step up and look at which, that which uh, we're afraid of and that which holds us back and that which keeps traps us. Huh? You know, snake, snake is the great uh, animal of shedding its skin. It lets go of what's old. And I think we need to take on that metaphor of letting go of old paradigms, of small-minded beliefs, you know, of things that keep us too small for kind of this global evolution that we're going through, this global transformation. Yeah. Um, so it really let's, is about awakening, huh? Really it is. is about awakening. And I wanted the boy, yeah. you read in my mind now. Um <clears throat> There's also an aspect to snake that I got introduced to. Uh, and by the way, we're talking about awakening the ancient power of snake. Uh, Dawn Bowen, Bowman Runke is joining me here today. This is about transformation, healing, and enlightenment. And by the way, we for everybody out there, we have got several copies of the books to give away. But also, um, Dawn has got something she'll talk with you about, a uh, special offering for folks. Um, and I want to just say to folks, if you want to call in and connect with Don directly during this show, if you want to understand more about totems and your animal friends, you know, remember what I said about Dawn before, right? She is an animal communicator. So let's give us a shout. 1-800-930-2819. You know, have you ever had a snake show up in your life in any, uh, any sort of interesting way? And you ever wonder what that might mean? Um, Dawn, one of the things that I, I think is important really to, to really bring to the forefront is the full, and I say full, the full uh, description, definition of what snake has come to mean, whether it's as the scientist or the shaman or the stargazer. Um, there's a part in the book which I thought was absolutely fascinating when you brought together the power of two. Mm-hmm. But what is it about this uh, that we have used snake to represent over thousands of years, not hundreds, probably thousands, probably even before that? From your perspective, what yeah, are those well, things? I think, I think the power of snake is really that it covers so much. And it brings together so much of these different things. So we do have this healing aspect of snake. We have this transformatory, uh, you know, aspect of snake. Snakes and dreams, I think, almost always have to do with initiation, with change, with transformation, with things, you know, being shaken up and, and, and something new is being birthed. Um, there is a great story about snake, um, you know, being connected with our DNA, that idea of DNA kind of as that that twisty ladder, um, uh, you know, the double helix. And we see that, that same imagery of snake um, in many different cultures, even in cultures where no snakes are present, this, right. this idea of entwined snakes. So it's very, it's just something I think that, it, you know, in a way, <laughs> this, took a, this book took a long time to write because sometimes I was like, the energy was so big and I didn't know how to bring it down into words, you know? Yeah, I do know. um, I do know. Yeah, yeah. And so I think that is really, that's my best answer of what the ancient power of snake is. It's something so big. And um, we kind of need to do the work to open ourselves up to that, huh? We have to do the work to open ourselves up to it. And and let me just, let me just do this before we go, go to break. Um, I've always had a fascination with, with snake, but not quite until I had a direct, I don't want to call it an altercation, but I would say a standoff. I'd say a duel in the sun. And it was on my first vision quest. And of course, what I picked was in the high desert of California, I picked the highest point that I had to carry and lug all my stuff up. Mm. And, and it was on the rocks. It was on a rock formation, right? Because in the high mm-hmm. desert in California, it's a little bit different than Death Valley. And I've been in Death Valley, but it's a little different. You can find high rock formations and so forth. And that's where I decided to make my sacred ground. And in this sacred ground, what I loved was sitting on the edge of the rock with my legs dangling off. Mm-hmm. Now, who else? 
likes to live on the edge of a rock and do a little sunbathing. Who would you think that <laughs> might be, right? Mm-hmm. And so when we come back, I want to talk about what happens when this energy has us face ourselves. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean by face mm-hmm. ourselves? Mm-hmm. And I mean, as an individual, maybe as an organization, maybe as a nation, but what happens when we have to face ourselves and face ourselves with snake mm-hmm. as the great negotiator of where we'll go? Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. Are you meeting your sales goals? Or maybe your business plan could use a dose of the divine. Tune in to Divinely Driven Results with faith-based business coach Elise Smith on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Coach Elise Smith helps listeners get unstuck from their business plateau and become empowered through divine guidance. Build up belief in yourself and your dreams and learn business strategies that work for you for real lasting results. Learn more by visiting www.DivinelyDrivenResults.com. It's time to shake out your money-making truth on Soul Wisdom Abundance with Jennifer Bloom, creating wealth from spiritual health on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This hit show is more than your roadmap to success. It's your compass to abundance through joy and ease. Jennifer Bloom teaches you about the soul's relationship to money and wealth and how improving that relationship serves both you and the world. Learn more at JenniferBloom.com. A word of caution, if you prefer the status quo and you are not interested in improving every aspect of your life, this book will trigger the shift out of you. The Truth is Funny, Shift Happens is available now. Author Colette Steffen brings the powerful knowledge and life-changing energy and empowerment from the radio airwaves to the pages of her new book. To get your copy in paperback or ebook, visit thetruthisfunny.com today. Are you willing to challenge everything you've been taught about life and death? Join Angie Corbett Kuyper on her hit show, Beyond Grief Radio. Redefining loss and grief as Angie shares through choice, present moment awareness, and keeping an open mind that creating anything is possible, even in death. Tune in every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more information or to listen to past shows, visit AngieCorbettKuyper.com. The vibration of change, that magical place where life shifts from struggle to ease, from stagnation to forward movement, from old ways of being to new ways of becoming. If you're like I am, it can be rather elusive to get there, but when you are in it, you feel it down to your very core, don't you? And it can positively affect everything in your life, from your relationships to your health and well-being, from your career path to your abundance from the quality of that inner connection to the fullness of your self-expression. On The Christine Upchurch Show, we explore ways to get into that vibration of change with experts in the fields of consciousness, psychology, spirituality, health, healing, and science. Join me, Christine Upchurch, every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on KKNW AM 1150 and Transformation Talk Radio and learn new ways to step into your vibration of change. Tune in to Knowledge Rook Radio with host Marge Potasic each Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Through many experiences, Marge was led to the Knowledge Book, a gift to humanity in its transition to the Golden Age, and it provided the truth and the answers. She now shares information from the Knowledge Book with you each week on TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more information, visit USA.TheKnowledgeBook.net. Hey, everybody, welcome back. So great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. And uh, Benny, thank you so much for all that you do. And I will be going right to the phone, Charlene. Just give us a minute and we'll get you right here. Um, Don, two things. One, how do folks find out how they get a copy of the book? How do they find out about you? How do they find out about what you do? as an animal communicator and much more, please give us all of that information. And then the other thing is you have a special too that you brought for us and our listeners. I do, yes. Well, the answer to all three questions are probably the easiest way to find me is at my website, 
which is animalvoices.net. And um, you can read excerpts from, the, from, from this book as well as from other books and learn more about what I do with uh, animal communication. And um, the gift I'm offering on your show is a 20% discount on an animal communication session. That would be a one-hour session um, in which you get an opportunity to talk with your animal. And we, I kind of, I'm kind of a translator, basically, um, as an animal communicator. So it can be to help understand your animal better, to deal with, you know, healing, illness, sickness, whatever. So it's, it's, it's always an interesting, um, I love, I love doing animal communication sessions. They're really fun and, and I think really enlightening. Yeah. And you, it's like, I like to say, you don't know what you don't even know about any Mm -hmm. of it. Mm -hmm. And that's what's kind of fun, right? Yeah, Um, it is. It is fun. Yeah. Uh, One of the things I wanted to do is also let's go ahead, Benny, and give a copy of the book away, 1-800-930-2819. But before we do to that, Benny, who do we have? Who do we have in the lines? We'll take Charlene calling in from Prince George, B.C. Hey, Charlene. Hi, Dr. Pat. Hello, Dawn. Hello. Hey. How are you? Hi. Uh, (laughs) I'm good. Um. For me, uh, the, the snake represents shedding layers, and we do it throughout our life, shedding mm-hmm. the layers of uh, limiting beliefs and um, unhealthy uh, beliefs and behaviors. Mm-hmm. And um, in 2012, the snake appeared to me, and that was um, one of my great awakenings. Uh, I go through awakenings all the time. Because I think that um, we're uh, in enlightenment is is almost like the snake. It's it's uh, it's a never-ending journey. Mm-hmm. We we uh, we don't know it all, but we're we're all in the learning learning groove. For me, right now, like uh, I noticed in 2012, what happened was I was living in a basement suite, and. Um, a turtle uh, got trapped in 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 the in the hollow of my basement suite window, and I kept hearing this thug thug huh. thug at wow. my window, and I thought, oh, you know, it's just windy outside. It's probably a tree branch going up against it or something, and it just kept going thump thump thump. And finally, I went outside, and I here I found this poor little turtle, and so I managed to get the wildlife to take it back to the wild. And um, so now I'm going through another awakening and uh, my own process. And I lost my brother last year to suicide, and Mm. um, I decided to donate the proceeds to some of them to the crisis center here in my community. And uh, they had auctioned off a beautiful portrait and that was hand-painted by a local artist. And the biggest um, totem in this picture is of a turtle. (laughs) And there's other animal spirits. There's the bear and the rabbit and the dragonfly and the butterfly, and there's all kinds of different spirits. But I was drawn to the turtle. Um, Slow and steady wins the race. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but the turtle is obviously trying to tell me something. I was wow. wondering if you could read more into the turtle or Yeah, I'm interested about that too. Uh okay, well, you know, I think our dreams uh, it's it's interesting it takes place in a basement, huh? You know, I always kind of, when I look at <laughs> dreams or even real-life events, sometimes I look at them as, take, as, as a dream. We can look at the symbolic aspects. And, um, you know, a turtle appears in this basement suite, so something maybe perhaps deep in the psyche is going on. And it's in the window, window well, I think you said, or the window. Um, you know, windows are so interesting, aren't they? They're, um, they're a boundary, but they allow us see, to see between worlds or between realms or between, you know, mm-hmm. inner and outer. So I think there's something about that, too. Um, and then you alluded to the snake before about, you know, uh, um, helping us get out of our old skin of whatever limits us, whatever holds us in, and we awaken to something bigger. So I think a lot of times animals appear in waking life and in dreams kind of as um, instigators, if you will. 
they're helping us wake up. They're helping us open up the windows. They're helping us transform into larger ways, into larger aspects of who we really are. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I, I know that in this in this world of um, everything speeding up, because we are going into a higher energetic vibration, always constantly expanding. Um, sometimes we can get caught up, and and I thought maybe the turtle was trying to tell me slow and steady wins the race or something <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> to slow down a bit, pace mm-hmm. myself. Well, and, you know, dreams can have multiple meanings, too, right? So we can look at different aspects Mm -hmm. of the dream and and appreciate those, even if they're contrary messages sometimes. Yeah. But all of those things can be true, for sure. Mm -hmm. Well, I I don't know. Yeah, that turtle sounded like a teenage ninja turtle to me. (laughs) I just felt sorry for him because the poor little guy... He was trapped there for quite some time because I thought he was a tree branch or something because there was a storm outside. And I thought it was, uh-huh. something was just banging against the window. And finally I was like, you know, whatever that is, I'm going to get rid of it. And I went outside, and this little guy was trapped, so I let him free. Mm. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It was kind of cute, though. It is animals, cute. They, you know, they're... Uh, and then having the, the turtle come back into my life in a beautiful painting that I can come, you know, have in my home. to re, wow. you know Because I am getting older, I'll be hitting 60 here pretty soon, and it, it's time to slow down. and Oh, my gosh, don't slow. even say that. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. But it, no, I'm like, the kidding. thing is, I'm it's, it's sometimes <laughs> we can get ahead of ourselves and yeah. to sort of have that inner peace within yourself and and pace yourself more. I yeah. thought maybe that's what the turtle was trying to tell me. You know what's interesting about this is, especially about the turtle. And and by the way, don't hang up because I want to give you a copy of this book. But one of the things oh, I was fascinated you. about about this was, you, you know. My experience with turtles, uh, when you were telling the story, the only real experience I have is in Hawaii. And, you know, my experience in Hawaii was out on Waikiki floating around because I don't swim and I'm floating around and I'm surrounded by these turtles underneath me, so to speak. You know, cool. so many of them that they got me off of my floaty, right? <laughs> and and I thought, well, I need to look at them. And I thought maybe they would go away, but they didn't go away. You know what I was struck by? <clears throat> How fast what? they move underwater. And so here we have an animal, right, Dawn? Uh, or a turtle. And... Mm-hmm. There are multiple ways to look at a turtle, mm-hmm. aren't they? Yeah. They also mm-hmm. got this beautiful hard shell, right? That, man, when things are not going well, they get in there and, yeah, you try to get them out, right? Yeah, yeah, because they do have, they, they have, um, they have, an, they carry an ancient wisdom. They do. And I think maybe that, is and and they say that with a turtle, it, um, the, they have an ability to stay grounded even when moments mm-hmm. of disturbances, like chaotic things, happen. Mm-hmm. So to stay grounded, and I mean, their shell does protect them. Yeah. Uh, well, look, I got to tell you, stay on the line. Let Benny get your name and address. And thank you so much for calling in. Thank you for thank share, you for sharing for this. this. Thank you for this show. You betcha. Wow, I, I love this. Hey, Dawn, um, let's do this again if we could, because I know we're going to get off here and start talking again. How do people find out more about you? How do they get a copy of the book? And again, tell tell our listeners, we have the best listeners on the planet. Tell yeah. folks uh, what you're, you've created for them, a uh, special offering. Sure, sure. Um, so my website is uh, www.animalvoices.net, and you can learn more about the book there. Um, the book's available today. Actually, it's the launch day of the book, so it's available on Amazon for the first time. And um, my uh, – oh, what I was giving away is a 20% yeah. discount on an animal consultation session. So that's about an hour, and we can talk with your uh, living animals or animals that have passed and – 
really it's all about you, whatever you want to talk about. So um, it's it's always it, – they're actually my favorite thing to do. I love writing, too, and I try to do a balance of writing and animal communication. But um, uh, it's it's a, just a really great opportunity to learn more about um, the animals you live with. Wow. Okay. I have got a bunch of things to ask you about regarding snakes. There's so much that mm-hmm. I could ask you about. But I – I wrote something down as I was reading the book, and don't ask me where in the book I got it from, Um, but it was a phrase, pockets of stillness, strikes of power, Mm -hmm. and I thought, Mm -hmm. that is it, holy Mm -hmm. cow, and Mm -hmm. I wanted to ask you, this book is called Awakening the Ancient Power of Snake, I want to do it, where do I start? (laughs) (laughs) How to awaken snake, okay, Um, well... I think, you know, I think it always begins at home. We educate ourselves, huh? And we educate others. And maybe for people who are afraid of snake, you begin to foster fascination by learning about some of the amazing aspects of snake. And if we have a little time later on, maybe we can just go into the diversity of snakes because there's yeah. over 3,000 species, 3,500 species. And they're wow. so very, very, very different. And I think that, um, you know, we, uh, I, we, I had two snakes. We lived with two snakes for a while, and a lot of times people would come over and they were very afraid of snakes. But, you know, we would hold our snakes and talk about them, and we would certainly never force a snake onto anybody, but almost always um, the person who was so afraid of snakes wanted to touch the snake and in many times hold them. So I think a simple observation about snakes, you know, they can arouse great curiosity of wonder, and then we're less afraid. Um, I think another aspect of snake, and this is a little bit more global, is um, about, uh, as I said before, connecting that which is disconnected. So I think we need to remember we're all together in this, huh? And move from duality and us versus them to more of an inclusion. You know, we need to build bridges, not walls, huh? Um, To respect the equality of all beings. Mm -hmm. I think old patriarchal, hierarchical structures are breaking down excuse me, breaking down, and I talk this, about this um, in the in beginning chapters about the goddess and the Garden of Eden. And uh, so those old structures are breaking down and something new is coming. We're definitely undergoing some kind of global transformation, and that could feel scary to some people. So what to do? Huh? On a personal level, maybe release outgrown aspects of self, be like the snake, learn to shed, um, listen deep, take time to digest. On a world level, again, embracing diversity. And, you know, one of the things that I find most healing lately is listening, to be Mm -hmm. really present to yourself and others. And I think that's a wonderful way that we can start breaking down walls and start um, finding connections with other people, huh? Yeah. Um, I think we're going to see a reemergence, reemergence of the sacred feminine. Um, And I don't think that's by putting down males, but by helping as I said before, create more of a sacred marriage between male and female so we have a more balanced consciousness. Um, One of the other things I say in the book is that snake appears in the collective dream when change is most desperately needed. And I think that's where we are. Snake is the connector, the transformer of consciousness. Um, So by welcoming snake and snake's tale, snake's larger story, the tale of forgotten of the goddess, you know, we begin to repair ourselves. We repair, huh? R-E and then pair. We repair ourselves with who we really are. And so we, we bring all that together. And I think that is an awakening, huh? Well, it is. And one of the things in the book under the chapter uh, that you wrote on lessons from Snake, um, mm-hmm. one of the things I'm struck by is the conversation you have in here about perspective. You don't call it perspective. What do you call it? Let me, let me just look at my notes. Um, it's how to see in in new ways. And Mm -hmm. I was going through this and I just Mm -hmm. thought if there was anything that we need today more than anything right now, uh, and I can only talk for my view of the United States, but if there was anything we needed, it's this, Mm -hmm. it's this, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. And I have to tell you, my experience in the high desert that day was was very interesting because I sat on the rock. All I heard was a rattle, like a you know, mm-hmm. anybody that know, if you know what a rattle is from a rattlesnake, you hear it, right? Mm-hmm. And but I didn't see anything. So on day one, I got up and I walked away, right? Mm. I, I was so furious. I was like, really. Um, I had already had a problem with selecting a medicine wheel on a piece of driftwood that the lizards lived in. So that was already a thing, 
then now the snakes are inhabiting my sitting place. Day two, I did the same thing. And I got up and I walked away. Day three, without food and very little water, I just sat there and I said, you know, and I said this out loud. I said, you know, here's the deal. I am not getting up, so get over it. And I sat there. And after a bit, the rattle stopped. Mm. And then I got really worried. But I still didn't get up. But this is what I think we're talking about. That's symbolic in itself. Not all snakes have rattles. I mean, this Mm -hmm. is a rattlesnake. Mm -hmm. Not all snakes. But what was the warning sign? You know, was the warning sign, look it, I don't like you? Or was it a sign that said, look, you know, this is a sign to let you know if you hurt me, I'm going to come back at you. But let's talk about this because I think many people think that out in the world, snake is out there looking for us. And that wasn't my experience. Yeah, and possibly that rattle was asking you, are you ready for this? You know, maybe a snake was asking you, are you ready to see? Are you ready to see your snake self? Are you ready? Um, Again, remember we talked about snake being both the guardian of ancient wisdom and the initiator. Mm. So I think think snake does come to um, us when we're in that period of, of transformation and wanting to um, uh, enlarge in ourselves, if you will, huh? Ah, now I just forgot your question, what you asked here. Well, I, I, I think that this is really, really the conversation that you wanted to have. We don't know how many different types of snakes there are. But, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just pointing to one. Mm-hmm. And there are so many. And yet we mm-hmm. just group them all into, like, one thing. Right, we say, right. it's a snake. <laughs> right. Well, that's, that is so true. And that's part of what I was, and I wrote a, a chapter on that because I was so fascinated. There's over yeah. 3,500 species of snakes and they're remarkably diverse. You know, it's such a wide range of habitants, you know, uh, in ha- of habitats. You know, they, uh, there's mountainous snakes, forest snakes. They, they live in the caves and in oceans, on lands and trees, mountains, oceans, blah, blah, blah. We have really speedy snakes. That, there's some snakes that can travel 12 miles an hour. I mean, that's incredible. Wow. There's some snakes that grow 30 feet long, and there's other snakes that are only a few inches long. So it's really, really, really incredible. One of my favorites was um, a snake called the Brahmini blind snake, which is only made up of females. What? There are no male, there are no male Brahmini blind wow. snakes. It's all females. Yeah. So it's an amazing little story of all these different snakes, you know, um, and you're right, we tend to group them together because I think we've become disconnected from snake. So we think yeah. snake is one thing. Snake is not one thing. Snake is many, many things, huh? Right? Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. Now, I want to ask you this question. I know time goes very quickly. Uh, again, mm-hmm. just remind people how they can find out more about you and get a copy of the book. Let's make sure folks have that. Yes, my, uh, my website is animalvoices.net. And I have a lot of information on my books, on my animal communication sessions. There's links to Amazon. Um, I'm sure you can get the book at uh, local bookstores as well. Um, so that's really the easiest way to get a hold of me. You can get me, you can email me there and um, really learn all you need to know about me. <laughs> all that I'm willing to share about myself. Let's put it that way. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, look, I want to ask you this. Um, The book has many, many different aspects to it. And I want to thank you for writing it. Thank Um, you. It gives people a perspective that I think is so very important in the world to understand the energy of our day and age and time. But also there's an ancient wisdom here. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to ask you this question. What does Snake want for us as humanity I really think it's summed up in the title. I think snake, I think actually most animals really want humans to wake up. I think, you know, of all the animals on the planet, I think we're the problem species. We really are, you know. (laughs) We're the ones who are very shut down um, in our connection with the earth, with each other, with ourselves. And I really believe the strongest message snake has for us right now is about... um, centering ourselves, refining ourselves, and really awakening to 
um, our, our own ancient wisdom. You know, it's not just snake wisdom. It's our own ancient wisdom and our own abilities. I think we're very shut down right now. And so it's about expanding that and being the fullness of who we are. When we take a look at what I call the next steps, because I always think there's an action every time I do a show, um, and I don't care what the show is, but any t- any show I do or have done, there's always an action takeaway. Yes, of course, there's great information, but there's usually something for self, like mm-hmm. for us as an individual. Mm-hmm. What is the call to action? If we could pick one or a few what is the call to action that Snake would like us to take as individuals? Well, I think right now, I'm just speaking about what's present for me, which is uh, really looking at our own shadow material, looking at that which holds us back. A lot of times, you know, the shadow is that which we fear, that which um, uh, which we don't want to look at, that which uh, causes us to make divides of us versus them or to cause, you know, point the finger as uh, the problem being out there. The problem is never out there. <laughs> the problem is always <laughs> in here, you know? And I think snake, uh, snake's energy, snake's medicine, snake's teaching is all about that. It's about kind of reowning um, all our projections and, and, uh, and really uh, uh, shedding those, shedding those small-minded beliefs and, and letting go of, of all that stuff that keeps us disconnected from, from who we really are. So, yeah, that would be what I think is the most important thing right now. Mm-hmm. Um, last question. Hmm. Thank you, first of all, for today. That's hmm. number one. Thank you. Uh, next, just a fabulous book. It really is. I have to go back and read it again. There was just so much. Um, number two, what's your message for the world? What would you like to leave us with, Dawn? I think I'm going to align myself with Snake here. I think I had this dream, I, a big dream. Uh, I think it was a collective dream. And I think Snake came to me to write this book because change is needed. So this is one small way that I can share with others, look, there's ways to change. We don't have to be stuck. And we can open ourselves up um, and move through what we fear and and really embrace all aspects of ourselves as well as of each other. You know, I think we're going through global transformation. And that's and, and thank goodness Snake is here to help us with that. Guide us. Huh? Yeah. yeah. Uh, all of that. And let's not forget, this is called Transformation Talk Radio and the Dr. Ah, Pat Show. Perfect. <laughs> perfect. I, I, I have to really think about, as we do our new logos, I have to really think about incorporating Snake or some mm-hmm. aspect of it. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dawn, thank you so much for today. Thank you for everything you do. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Thanks very much. It was fun talking with you. It's totally fun. And I just want to say to everybody in this book, Awaken the Ancient Power of Snake, we got to uh, a number of different things in the book, but there's so much more in here. There's so much more. Everything from talking about how to welcome back snake and goddess together and what some of those beautiful things are, like embracing diversity or being present or help birth the new This is really the energy that Dawn is talking about, and it is the energy that Transformation Talk Radio, now our 10th birthday, is celebrating. We have a short break. We have another transformation story coming up right now. We'll be right back. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.